0: What is going on, everybody? We are back, and we're going to be learning today about how to detect fake guitars. So guitars are something that's part of our lives. We listen to it in music. Uh, Maybe we play them. Maybe we are interested in playing them, in which um, all of this is going to be very helpful for you to detect whether you're buying a genuine piece or if you're getting a fake one, and I will tell you the importance of why something's fake. You may now, you may know already, if you've listened to all of my podcasts, you may know why um, the importance of buying something real with uh, quality being in play and authenticity and resale, because a lot of guitars do hold their value. So what we'd like to do on this show is look at what gives something value. You know, why is it faked? Why is it being counterfeited? So let's go back. To the 1770s okay so italian luthier which um we call anybody who makes guitars a luthier which if you listen to my stradivarius episode you would know that so i would say go back listen to that one if you're interested in more luthier um counterfeit episodes or things of that nature so anywho luthier Gattano Venaccia in Naples made a smaller and narrower version of the guitar that we see today. The Benetches, uh they invented the mandolin, which is what we see primarily in Dark Ages uh, depictions. You know, the guy that's chilling um, with his hat with a feather in it, chilling with uh, a mandolin, you know, stringing up some awesome uh, folklore, I guess, is usually what that was like associated with. So that's when it started, Okay. Um, and then 1850 was when the uh, acoustic guitar was like standardized. It wasn't just something that somebody made one off. But um, we can look at 1770s as being around that era, which seemed a little early for me. I was thinking maybe 18, yeah, mid 1800s, which is I guess when uh, it was standardized. I was kind of thinking that would be more of that. So that doesn't show that it holds, you know, the value that um, warrants somebody to counterfeit we're gonna go jump into what do guitars even cost you know um it's made of wood it's made of string it's made of uh, most of it's the engineering uh, that goes along with it but um we need to go and look at what are some of the most expensive guitars out there and what gives it uh gives it you know this whole black market of counterfeitism and you know just making fake stuff but um the average guitar goes for like 500 to 2,500. You know that's just the averaged. But if we're looking at some of the most expensive guitars, we can look at this Fender Stratocaster, uh, reach out of Asia or out to Asia, which was worth 2.7 million dollars and it was sold in 2015. We also have uh, John Lennon's 1962 Gibson J. Acoustic electric guitar, two point four to one million. So that obviously holds a different value because it was held by somebody. Okay, we also can look at Jimi Hendrix, nineteen sixty four Fender Stratocaster, two million dollars. Jerry Garcia's Wolf, two million dollars. Bob Marley had a Washburn twenty two, so one point two to two million dollars. So you can see where this is going. A lot of these guitars can hold crazy values, especially when somebody's name's attached to it. But just on its own, a lot of these can go for $10,000, $15,000, $20,000 just because it is a certain guitar from a certain um, age, you know, like a 60s or 70s, man, they can just go off the chain. So, you know, if you find yourself in a predicament of Oh my gosh! I'm at an auction and I see this guitar, and it, you know, it has everything that I think is going to warrant a crazy amount of money. But I'm not 100 sure, and I don't have somebody here to help me with. This is going to help you guys out. So, let's look at how to detect a fake, specifically on Gibson's. You know, this is going to be able to be applied equally to a lot of the other. A Brand, sorry, I just had some coffee and I'm I'm feeling it on my throat there. So this is going to apply to a lot of other guitars as well, but I figured I would hone in on one particular guitar. So Chinese counterfeiters are starting to improve their fakes to the point where it's almost impossible for a beginner to know whether a Gibson is made by Gibson USA or some factory in China. So first of all, if anyone, especially a seller based in China, is selling a Gibson Les Paul for an alarmingly low price... You're probably going to want to pass. Okay, you're going to find a lot of this on eBay, where it's going to look too good to be true, and you might think you're just catching it at a good time, but you're not. Nobody who is legitimately selling one of these outside of potentially an estate sale, because some people don't know, or maybe a garage sale or something like that. Um, so, a good deal is not a good deal if it's fake. Okay, that's just the the rule there. So, how do we determine whether it's fake or not? So. With Gibsons and most of the other guitars, um, you look at the headstock. So the headstock is going to be the top of the guitar where all the fret turners or the tuning little uh, rods are. So right on the top of it, where the the top design is, um, it's going to probably going to have Gibson or it's going to have a different um, logo depending on what guitar it actually is. If it's just painted on there, it's probably well, it's definitely not a real Gibson, okay? So, if it is an inlay, so inlay of mother of pearl, which is that shiny looking pearl um which is a false, you know, false pearl, but that is the legit one. If it's just painted on there, it is fake. A lot of at least from what I've seen, a lot of these are at like um, places like Cedar Point, where you can win a guitar and things like that. You do generally find a fake one that they they'll give you. Um, first of all, don't do it because uh, you're stuck walking around with a guitar for the rest of the time there. But two, you're getting a fake, a subpar guitar. Okay, because I've definitely I've definitely won them before, and uh, they're awful. Uh, they don't work they are uh very low quality and again you're stuck with a guitar so all right so we're gonna look at some more headstocks here so um if it doesn't have that mother of pearl um or a crown inlay um then it's fake so we just talked about it's very obvious that it is so a lot of um the inlay actually around the the actual uh, headstock there needs to have like a a thin border to it that's another important aspect of it if it's just what looks just like one piece of wood on top of there and there's no intricacies the top might be a little chipped it's just painted on everything just looks bad yeah it's going to be fake you know these are age old companies that pride themselves on a lot of their quality So you're going to want to make sure that that is up to par. Okay, so let's also look for the serial number on the back of the headstock, okay? It should have a serial number on top of it. Modern numbers are nine digits, but older vintage Gibson uh, guitars are much shorter. So it should also have the Made in the USA underneath the serial number. Obviously, that can be faked as well. Same with serial numbers. But there are serial number websites you can go to in order to verify that it is correct. But, you know, if you can access those, so can fake individuals uh, or at least people that are um, able to access that database as well and maybe extract or scrape some numbers off of it. So it doesn't exactly uh, prove that it is real, but it is on the right path. So fakes usually have the serial number either engraved too deep into the wood or inked, uh, usually with too much ink. So keep in mind, Gibson never inked serial numbers on the gibson les paul standard but they did ink the custom shop series and some les paul's classics so another thing to look at um is whether the numbers are too close fakes are often too close that's important when you're looking at things again when we're talking about perfection if there is something that's too close or maybe like an inadequate amount of space in between some of them it's going to be fake okay So you can search serial numbers on the Guitar Dater project. It is a website. It will return the birth date of the guitar in the manufacturing plant. So that's a huge resource for you, and it's definitely something you should look at. If it has a serial number back, it's real. If you want or you know it's in the direction of real, then you're gonna want to input that number into again. We're talking about the Guitar Dater, D-A-T-E-R project. All right, so next, let's talk um, about the truss rod cover. So this is up on the headstock. It is what connects the the neck into the headstock, uh, usually by a screw. So look at the truss rod cover. On the top screw, the real ones have very little space between the screw and the outside of the cover. The fake has much more and it's crudely cut. So it's gonna be more die-cast with the real ones. They've been doing this, they wanna minimize the amount of material. These aren't one-offs. These are factory-made, if not handmade, on a huge scale and a lot of happy customers come from it. So that's just a really little thing that gets overlooked is that one screw that ties in the neck to the truss, or to the, the top cover, the headstock there. So check that out. If there's a lot of dissonance or a lot of space from the screw, to the the top, that is fake. Okay, all right. Let's look at the bridge. The bridge is what makes a guitar work. So, this is where the strings meet uh, the actual body of it. So it is the if you're if you're holding a guitar straight up, this is going to be perpendicular to. It. It's going to be horizontal, and it's a metal area that holds the strings in the bottom so look at the bridge the fake one has a screw slot where the bridge recesses on it the real one is solid okay so you're going to look at this and it's going to look very very fake when you are looking at it up close Um, so just make sure you're looking at that it the fact that it doesn't recess because if it recesses, it means it's not machine casted it's not meant uh you know it's not well engineered it's not a good quality project or product so next up let's look at the binding on the headstock we've talked about the headstock that's where um it seems like more primarily you can just look at the headstock and determine whether something's real or not so look at the binding on the headstock the real one and we're talking about from the side so hold the guitar from the side the real one is thin and the fake one takes up over half of the headstock thickness Okay, because again, these aren't machine crafted. These aren't machined properly. So if you look at how thin the binding is on the headstock, that means it's real. If it's thick and it takes up about half of that thickness, it's going to be fake. And that over time is going to peel away because of its difference of wood and material and probably glue not being exactly where it needs to be. So next up, let's look at the frets. Okay, they should extend all the way to the binding. So if you look at the frets, those are those, uh, if you're holding guitar vertically, it is the metal strips that are horizontal that act as the noting uh, for you know where you put your fingers at. So if you actually look at the end of them, if it doesn't, uh, or if it goes over the edge or very close to it and it doesn't just line up properly, then that's gonna be fake. Because again, these aren't machined, so. The real one, they're going to just be so close to the edge, um, but it's going to be properly behind the border itself. It's not going to overlap the border at all. So that is a very good way to do it, too, is just uh, to look at that because that is a huge factor in the playability of it. If if it runs over the edge, it's going to bend a little bit. It's going to produce a subpar quality sound, and that is not what you want. All right, make sure there are no scarf joints. So when you are looking at the wood-to-wood, because one guitar is obviously not made of one piece of wood. It's made up of a conglomerate of wood. You don't want there to be these angles where it looks like the wood was pieced together haphazardly. You want it to look beautifully. So if there's a pattern change, it's going to play into the pattern. It's going to look beautiful. It's going to be symmetrical. It's going to look lovely. On a fake one, it is going to... Just look. Uh, it's going to be slanted. It's not going to be even. It's going to be ugly. It's just not going to be where you need it to be. Um, and again, that might be that might work for a couple of months, but overall, it's going to break. It's going to. It's just not going to last very long. So, guys, that is primarily how you're going to determine whether a guitar is real or fake. This was, um, you know, a quicker episode, but I feel like. There's so many red flags when it comes to guitars and um, we'll do some other instruments, but I feel like guitars, it's very big because again, it warrants in such a high price. And if you're buying one to resale, if you're buying it to um, invest, you know, to have, or if you're buying one to play, you're going to want the quality. You're going to want all of the aspects of the guitar to give you a return on investment, whether that's enjoyability, longevity, or financial gain in the end. So guys, remember with faked items, there are those who produce them, those who purchase them, and those that listen to this podcast. I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.